All right, and good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us. Welcome to another episode of TXR, a place for gamers to kick back, relax, and pop a cold one to end off your week on the right foot. I am your host, the Outerworldly Invader here, and we've got a jam-packed show that's ready to kick into high gear. Joining us tonight, we've got two very special guests. Uh, first up, from the RDX podcast, and a very knowledgeable gaming voice, Dealer Gaming. How are you doing, my my swashbuckling friend? Um, I've never swashbuckled anything in my life, but <clears throat> I'm doing pretty good, man. How, how are you guys doing? Uh, I, I want to say thanks for having me. Uh, first, I thought you were talking about uh, Centurion here, but uh, yes, I, uh, I'm doing great. And of course... Uh, for those that are tuning in, maybe share this out somewhere and hit that like button as we get going. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just doing a little uh, Sea of Thieves uh, I joke know, there. I know. But uh, <laughs> I, I know, just for maybe the uh, flashbacks and PTSD and shit. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Next up, as Dealer was alluding to, we've got uh, a guest who was previously on, and he's a real passionate up and coming content creator. Please welcome back Centurion. How are you doing today, bud? I'm doing pretty good, and I didn't need the dealer excitement crack rocks because I am overly excited just to be sitting here with all you guys to discuss gaming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah, we're happy to have you. Well, you know, there's a you know, there's a few of us here. Pass it around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check out Centurion's channel if you're tuning in. Check Centurion out. He's got really high quality. The guy is, is uh, just starting, but, man, his uh, quality is already higher than, than a lot of people in this community. I'll say that. So, yeah, I appreciate uh, you saying that. Type that, that really. shit in on YouTube and give him a lot. Yeah, dealer, lot. you're supposed to corner the market, buddy. You can't give anybody credit. What's wrong with you? I, I don't, I, you know, I mean, once you just steal, you, know, you stick, don't want to you know? give anybody your stick or anything. Well, <laughs> come on, he'd be messy. He'd be messy already. I thought dealer had the golden stick. Careful now. <laughs> hey, it's a, there. There were two legitimate podcasts today. There was Iron Lords, and now there's TXR. So you know, it should be a good show. <laughs> All right. Bang, bang. Shots fired. Yikes. Very, very nice. All right. Now, panel members, Tim Dog, are you ready to get rock and rolling here with the topics? Yeah, I'm definitely ready to rock and roll. This is my 15th post podcast in the last two days. I'm ready. <laughs> We're going long. <laughs> Serenity now, Tim. Serenity now. It's going to get worse, man. <laughs> uh, Megatron, are you ready to transform and roll out into E3 mode? Yo, yo, I am definitely ready. E3 is right around the corner, and I'm happy to have the two panel, uh, the two uh, guests we have on today. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good show. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, the two this, panel, baby. It's the two panel. Yeah, the two panel. <laughs> yeah, this is this is pretty exciting here. And Southie, how's things on the south side, my friend? The west side. We're in LA, brother. Come on. Nah, you know what? Hey, I'm very happy to be here. It's Sunday night, TXR. Got got dealer up in the pad. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's a beautiful thing. E3's next fucking week. Can you like? Can you feel the electricity in the air? Like I I could like smell it. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And for all for all of you that don't know, we have a few members here going to the Fan Fest, going to E3, and uh, I'm sure, who is it? We got Tim Dog, Megatron, and Southbound here. Um, I'm sure you guys are really looking forward to that. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, man, hey, this is Christmas time for me, bro. I, I, like, literally, <laughs> I live for this shit. 
Mm-hmm. Well, make sure to, uh, you know, tell us the nitty gritty when you get back and, you know, all the uh, viewers here, everybody's going to be wanting to hear all the, uh, the stories. But uh, let's see who we got in chat here. We got Shizno Elite. Oh, hey, buddy. I know you're looking forward to today's show. Michael. Hey, monkey. How you doing, bud? Thanks for showing. We got Post up here. Thanks for coming, bud. Warning shots. All right, everybody's just filing in. But before we dive into things, guys, remember to share this out and get the good word out about the Emerald Podcast. TXR is the place to be. All right. So going on to our first topic, guys, and really, this is an announcement that we've all been waiting for to come to fruition. And a few days ago, Microsoft unveiled the Xbox Game Pass for PC with over 100 games on its platter for gaming on Windows 10, bringing titles from Bethesda, Deep Silver, uh, who do we got here, Paradox Interactive, and Sega to the eco ecosystem, just to name a few. PC subs can also, like, they're also going to be getting Xbox Game Studio games, of course, games like Age of Empires Trilogy and Gears of War 5. And to add to all that, they'll be adding full support for native uh, Win32 games, further bolstering their PC presence and bringing games to Steam, which, you know what, that's a pretty good deal. Uh, now, we haven't heard about any price yet, but, you know, we've been told that there will be more information and details coming out at E3. So, guys, again, this is a pretty big announcement ahead of E3. How do you guys feel about this announcement? Is this Microsoft really embracing the ecosystem now? Yeah, man, share the love. You know, we got Game Pass on PC. We got it on Xbox. Uh, sounds like a good deal to me. Don't know about the you price know, yet, but... You know what? I mean, they've been trying to... They've been they've been trying to nip at this this for a while. You know, they they they're trying to crack the code and and really it was a big surprise because um Epic came through and they opened their store and it, it like it really bit into Steam's, you know, mojo. So, you know, everyone kind of looked back at Microsoft, well, how, how the hell did they just come step on the scene and make a splash like that? How come you guys can't do it? So, I think they had to really look at themselves in the mirror and and kind of, you know, it's a wake-up call. What well, what are what are they lacking? What are they doing wrong? What do they have to fix to compete? Well, I mean, it was kind of hard to compete with Steam. Steam just kind of cornered the market, and uh, I don't know. They're just kind of embracing them, like you know. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but but me and Tim, we already came to the conclusion earlier that this is bad because more games on more devices uh, it literally <laughs> takes five points off the meta score. <laughs> well, definitely, you know, obviously, you know, it's not an exclusive anymore, right? Yeah, so the game is worse in every single way, and, and the fact that you have the option to play it more, more than one place uh, makes that game worse. So just keep that in mind, guys. It's time to revolt and stand up and be a true <laughs> Xbox fan. Well, you know, I'm planting the flag firm right here, dealer. You know, I do not want these games going over to PC and Steam and yeah. Lord knows what else. Mm -hmm. Can't you know. be having that. You got to give them a reason to buy that console that they probably take a loss on. <laughs> because, you know, all the money's made in the hardware. So, you know, I have to explain this a million times. Mm -hmm. I said this earlier. Like when these guys are selling you consoles, they don't want to sell you this big expensive car so you can buy the gas that, you know, they make money on the gas, not the car, right? The car, they even they take a loss on the console sometimes. They just need to get it in your house so you can buy all of the games, aka the gas, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, if you don't, play don't, that don't forget a, the rims. The rims, uh, yeah, the sounds. If you can buy that on a on a PC or a phone or stream that through something you already have, 
they don't have to put a bunch of money into selling you something, you know, just to make some money on the software. They can kind of have more access to more people. And that's just the way everyone's going, man. That's the point of the whole Microsoft Sony partnership, right? Oh, yeah. oh but uh, but it's niche, Diller. You can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be well, a couple people is niche, I'll tell you that. There's gonna be a couple <laughs> people freaked out now that they're gonna consider buying games from the uh, Windows store. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Well the, the cross buy stays uh still intact from what I'm gathering too, correct? Like gears once you buy it this like say you buy gears five this year, it's gonna be uh you're gonna get your free PC um game correct like we are getting the mm-hmm. uh, copy. Yeah. yeah isn't that always how it is or it's been for the last yeah, what, no, three so, years yeah so that's to me that that's that's fair and uh one of the things i heard and it's pretty uh, it's been kind of widely reported and it looks like it's going to happen is is that with xbox ultimate you're going to basically get uh game pass for pc basically uh, at additional no cost because uh, mm-hmm. um, you're getting the Xbox Live, which is $59 a year, and then you're getting the um, Xbox Game Pass, which is, what, 100 Uh It all equates to $50 a month uh, if you do it, obviously, if you take that, that money and do it per month. So $15 per month uh, basically is going to net you PC Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass, and Xbox Live, and probably has X Cloud functionality. I don't know if you guys, uh, you know, are with me, but that's pretty much a great deal if you think about it. But you know? but Tim, now they're saying that you could get some of these games in a humble bundle for a dollar. Like <laughs> they're already trying to find ways to to you know shoot this down. Even though most of these people don't play games anyway, go look at their gamer score. They bar- they barely play any games, right? But they're true Xbox fans. So uh, once again, it, it, why shoot it in the foot before it's even out, through the door out the bag? Like Game Pass was was a fraction of as good as it is today. When it first launched, right? We can all and man, just in the last month or two, how big is it? Like exploded? Exactly, <laughs> and it's getting bigger. They just uh, revealed some stuff today, right, Tim? And Tim's like, yeah. Oh, well, what did they did, they did they did they tease it? I saw that, but did they tease games or what? Was yeah, that like there's on? more big announcements coming for yeah. Game Yeah, I mean, they just keep on. They just keep. They just keep it going. It's 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 pretty much. You're getting, I would say, three to four games, three games, three really solid games a month, um, and and that's every month. You know, they yep. do drop, they do drop smaller games, um, and some of the games, but uh, you know, I mean, I heard, I've seen some people complain about that, but you always have the option to also buy those games when they're in there. There's a ton of great games in Game yeah. Pass. I mean, they might drop three additional AAA games right. that are like really appealing, but. There, there's uh, the vast majority of the games in there are, are actually pretty substantial, I would say. Yeah. And, and think of mm-hmm. it this way: yeah. you go to the store, or you go build a time machine, go back in time, rent a game for for you know one game for a week for five or ten bucks from a blockbuster or Redbox, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. those were the days. Who remembers that? games and stuff. And then if you didn't bring them back, your your bill was crazy when you finally did. You're like, man, I could have just bought the game. I'm just saying, like, a lot of people, like, they, they try to discredit. These are the same people that, that were against Game Pass. I don't like this. It's good for me, and I hate that. <laughs> right? Like, it's a vitamin or something. Like, a Flintstones vitamin. I'm just saying that that you could go rent one or two games for five or ten bucks a week, 
or you can get over 200 for 10 bucks a month and that mm -hmm. includes all the newest stuff that right. by themselves are 60 bucks at launch right yeah, and the thing was too, I was critical at first with Xbox Game Pass because I didn't think that they had enough at first, like enough really high quality titles, but now it's like, you know, they keep putting in more AAA titles, more higher yeah. quality indie games. Like, I was upset when Saints Row uh, 4 re-elected there got out. I was in the middle of that. I was like, because there's, I don't have time to play all these games that they keep putting in. Mm. <laughs> but the Yeah, it's just, just your backlog right? looks that much bigger. And, you know, when you look at Game Pass, you're like, oh my god, I'm never going to have time for all this. No. I love the discounts that come with the service. Like, with some of the online games, we'll use ESO as an example. You, the discount goes beyond buying the game or the DLC. ESO uses its own form of currency, and you actually get discounts on the currency for actually having Game Pass. So you're getting discounts on the microtransactions, what you talk about. Yeah, hey, my, uh, they discount my, my, everything about the game. Hmm. My cousin in the chat, Clarence, he said uh, PC players are going to get access to Xbox games, but are we going to get access to PC games on console? I don't. You get access so. to what you pay for, man, and and yeah, but yeah, but you won't be able to play PC games on your console, though. No, a lot of them you won't, and that's the thing. Like, um, define like the only Xbox games PC guys are getting access to are the games they already have access to, which is the first party ones from Microsoft and all the multiplats. Right, that's been a thing since 2015. Nothing mm -hmm. right, right. So, I mean, either way, like you get what you pay for, and if you want access to the PC games, you got to pay that five more dollars a month and play it on your PC. Like, this is the rule, this is this is just how it is, right? Did anybody see the leak earlier about uh, someone had screenshotted something about like Forza Mor Motorsports 7 being in Game Pass? It should already been there, yeah, it should have been there. Already. It was, I said, it should already been there. Yeah, yeah, it should have. I mean, it's just interesting that you know it's taken forever. So, mm. yeah. But they've been, yeah. You know, there there are a few more first party games that could come over. You know, it takes time. I get it. You can't get everything all at once. Well, but remember, the, you know, E three is just a week away. They they gotta have a splash. You know, so I wouldn't be surprised if they add. You know, they announce quite a few more titles for beginning Sunday. Available now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah but even have a, a big week, I would think. Well, South, it's great timing. I mean, every single time this time of year, people freak out like two weeks before E three. Oh like, yeah, you, it, you know all, all these fake leaks, and you know people just go like nuts and beside themselves. Why aren't they you know, showing they... us games? E three is a week away, buddy. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no they're, they're they're gonna blow their load before <laughs> they even you know enter the building. Come That's on. an interesting way to put that, South. I. Uh... <laughs> The load of games. Yeah, you know, yeah download. Games. Yeah. Download. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will get to the prediction, folks, uh, later on in the show. But, you know, guys, it's also amazing, too, because they listed off, like, Bethesda, Deep Silver. So some pretty big publishers, but also some smaller ones, too, like Devolver, Paradox. They even got Sega in there, you know? So that's a pretty good start for, uh, you know, having, uh, you know, these partners in. I can just imagine, who knows, they might even announce some more down the line at E3. You said it there, start. That's the keyword. So like Game Pass, you know, it, on, on the console, it, it's bound to improve substantially. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. And uh, again, from where it was before, like, it's it's a fantastic service. Like, of course, you know, 
improvements all around i'm all for improving the ecosystem and whatnot but you know hopefully this is at a at a good price uh, like tim said there has been some leaks about a supposed xbox game pass you know like combining it to the ultimate uh we'll have to wait and see guys you know e3 is only about what uh a week away now so we'll get all the details there game pass anybody... for the win i'm quiet as hell background noise i'm sorry but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like uh it's gonna be a good thing um i was concerned about the quality of the games that we're gonna go into game pass but like as you guys already said um the triple a games um all of Microsoft's first party stuff. I don't see how you can go wrong with it. So, um, and now it's going to be on PC and, uh, the more the merrier. Absolutely. Well, that's bad, Megatron. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else have anything to add to that before we move on? No, sir. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. crickets. All right. Bueller. All right. Let's move Another on to line. the next top. What was that, Tim? I was I was just saying that with anyone. No. <laughs> anyone. Hey, uh, right. Ubisoft starting starting a similar service as well. I mean, Centurion did a video on this. Um, yeah. So this yeah. is gonna be nice a trend. Plug. It's gonna be a trend that you kind of see going on, right, Centurion? Oh, definitely a trend. But I'm just confused on why everybody is holding Microsoft at a different standard than other people's services. I looked at other people's services, and so far. Game Pass is the only one I've bought into. I own all the consoles, and Game Pass was the only one that leaped out at me. I adopted Game Pass the day uh, Horizon 4 came out, and I've been enjoying it ever since. Let me ask you a question, and this is a big one. Um, why did Game Pass catch your attention? And maybe you can let us know in the chat as well if you're watching. If, how, how is that possible if Xbox got no games? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, There's <laughs> plenty of games here. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty bad. You're it's, really it's gonna drive that narrative, there, dealer. What's yeah. wrong with you? I got a double down <laughs> on it. it. There's always been a double standard, Centurion, and it's only it's gotten it's gotten a little less ridiculous. But since 2013, has been you know there's been a double standard of sorts. Definitely. Well, keep in mind, guys. You know, a certain uh, platform holder also just recently announced uh, or had the announcement of EA. The uh, what was it? The EA. Uh, oh, what's it called? EA's Game Pass. I, I forget the services. EA name. Access. EA Access. EA Access. There yeah. we go. Come EA to... Access and EA Origins Access. Yeah, correct. Coming over to uh, PlayStation. So, and I remember <laughs> that was a bad thing. Remember that? That was a I bad remember. thing for well, consumers. Well, they, they could have had a day to, one. They could have had a day mm -hmm. one and they'd be like, no, we don't need that. Nobody wants to. That's kind we of. We have service. PlayStation now. You don't need EA Access. And, you know, but it, I mean, I have to ask though, where does it stop? Okay, now you got U Ubisoft coming out with one. You know, what's next? You know, Rockstar gonna have their Take Two gonna have their own. Like, even before you know it, you're gonna be spending fifteen hundred dollars a month on all these different services, and it's like, or you could just buy games as you continue to today, right? right? Mm -hmm. In my video, I called it the war of the subscription services. Pretty no, soon, it, we're gonna have these game have these ideas of my subscription service is better than yours. Yeah, it's going to be like Hulu, Netflix, you know, all over again. Amazon Prime, you know, it's it's, oh. it's, it's ridiculous. I'm looking at it Xbox One in the Xbox One in the chat saying Cuphead's coming to Tesla, but what's who's to get? I mean, what if we get Game Pass in Tesla? You know, I mean, why not just go <laughs> go all the way and get it in the car, man? Hey, Darren, you listening? Play where you want, Tesla. how you want, and then you wreck yourself and you know in the freeway. What do you want? Yeah, it's your choice, right, guys? It's your choice. And all right, imagine, imagine playing Forza 
while driving a Tesla? That is exhilarating yet scary at the same time. Right? <laughs> Take the wheel. Which one? Oh, never mind. <laughs> now I'm off the ramp. <laughs> but all right, guys, we're moving on to our next topic. And the new Call of Duty uh, for this year has been announced called Modern Warfare. It's a reboot of the popular Modern Warfare titles, as per the name, by developer Infinity Ward. And it will have a campaign featuring familiar face Captain Price and have an emphasis yes. on realism and traditional peer-to-peer multiplayer and even a new co-op mode to boot. No zombies, though. There's not going to be on, zombies mode. Did you say peer-to-peer multiplayer? A PvP. Oh, I thought you said peer-to-peer. I, I, like, I, I might, I might have death, dealer by accident. <laughs> yeah, I might have said it by accident. I was like, peer-to-peer, <laughs> huh? Activision? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> My Boy, fault. they're going all out if that's the case. <laughs> yeah, I really want to peer to peer. Well, PVP, my mistake. <laughs> no. but, you know, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off for a second. I'm sorry if I'm cutting anybody off, but I haven't bought an, uh, a C Call of Duty game in, in a couple years now, and this trailer got me hyped. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, for one, it looks amazing. So I don't know if it's really, you know, it says in-game footage, but you know, the jury's still out on that. But you know, having the familiar faces like Captain Price, you know, hopefully my man Ghost is, you know, comes in. Um, but yeah, I, I actually got hyped, and I was like, holy shit, I'm got excited for Call of Duty, in, you know, a few years at least. So nostalgia and visuals. Yes. Kinda. Oh yes, I, I'm a whore for a good visual. You know what I mean? The, Take my money. <laughs> well, what's interesting too, there was rumors floating around that they ha- like Infinity Ward was working on a new engine for the past couple of years, but oh, I-, I guess they came out from what I was hearing, it's not even a new engine. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they the you know what they have been working really hard to paint over the last engine, uh, yeah, really really yeah. hard. So. Well, I I think they learned their lesson over the whole you know battle royale type you know games and not having a co- uh, campaign or traditional campaign. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, battle royale has has its place and you know it's a very successful model, but it's it's not Call of Duty. I'm sorry, Call of Duty. You know, while it's getting stale, they had to do something. But I mean, you you see how basically nobody even talks about what was it. Black Ops Five or whatever the hell it is, no, nobody's even talking about it. That's what that game did pretty well, though. But At nobody's first. playing it. But nobody. I playing bought it, it the day it came out to play with friends, and I've barely played it since it first came out. Yeah, I'm burnt out on Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. And the thing was too, after the game released, you know, you're paying full price for the game, which a lot of games have it for free, right? Free Battle Royales. And then not only on top of that, you got the season pass, and then there's all these loot boxes and so on. So, you know, there were nickel and diamond. Remember, there was the joke about the, uh, what was it, the uh, weapon cursor or whatever, the aim dot. You had to spend a couple of bucks to get that. Like, they're really <laughs> well, nickel and dime, diming people. Well, uh, and, they, and they announced all the uh, DLCs is going to be free. So, you know. That that's huge because you know Activision they they want every last drop of dime that you have in your pocket they'll turn you upside down ten dollars you want to save slot ten dollar well what's interesting yes they announced that there won't be a season pass so there will be free maps some free content but we'll we'll, we'll pay eventually there'll be there's always a a but you know there there ain't nothing for free in this life yeah they will be my daddy in a Cadillac like that one time oh. 
and especially with the way that uh, Activision Blizzard are going right now. They keep like shedding employees at the moment, uh, cutting costs. So, you know, they're going to want to make some money. They got to make some more profit at the end. So, of course, there's going to be some kind of DLC coming in to pay. So don't, you know, don't worry about that, guys. It'll, it's, it'll be expected. I mean, this is a company that was making um, two thirds of its total profit, total revenue off of microtransactions. So mm -hmm. keep that in mind. That's not even the sale of the game. It's and not going away, obviously. Well, yeah, they so, bank. I mean, they're they're a very valuable company considering they don't make anything except for Call of Duty. And of course they got Blizzard, which some people say, hey, they're dead now. So they gotta figure mm -hmm. something out and quick. No, the absolutely. free DLC is a coonskin cap for your character. <laughs> i'll take two baby crockett oh why not why not but did any of you guys see the uh, i know southeast said it did any of you guys watch the trailer were you impressed by what you saw by like the campaign how it looked and like the real like more realistic real world uh, mm. look that it was going for i mean we know it looks great i mean the call of duty world war ii looked pretty good oh, right? no. and a lot of what we saw was also in cutscene as well and world war ii looked a lot different when they ramped up all those effects and half the frame rate, right? I don't think I've ever well, seen well, a that's bad Call of Duty trailer, though. They always kind of pull me in with the trailer. Yeah, mm -hmm. like Battlefield, every... right? They always yeah. have a really good trailer. You're like, holy shit! And then you play the game with two guns. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ba Battlefield's horrible about that, because you see it running on a you know million-dollar PC, and you're like, wow, that looks amazing. And you get it home, and you're like, that's not what I saw in at E3. DX, DX has done a lot to bring that, that forward, right? But, uh, yeah, there's... Uh, they're really good at trailers like they've they hire people for this stuff yeah but the thing is too there's been a lot of positive energy about this reveal trailer it's gone all if you look at uh, like the actual official trailer on uh was it activision's website or no uh youtube it's uh it's very positive lots of likes and not you know if you look at back at infinity yeah. wars last game uh infinite warfare that one tanked <laughs> horribly. It got ratioed to say the well, least. Well, the, the the craziest thing about it, uh, you know, because I don't know. Obviously, everybody that paid attention knows that the next iteration of Call of Duty is already having problems. So they were already putting out the fire for the next Call of Duty, not this one, but then the one from next year. So mm -hmm. you know, because didn't Treyarch had to take over the production of the next Call of Duty? Yeah, supposedly that's uh, the rumor going right now. Um, yeah, so you know that's kind of funny when you know people are not focused on what you're coming out with this year. You're already worrying, worrying about the next iteration. You know, you got to put out fires for that one. That that's nuts. Yeah, but well, I, oh, go ahead. No, I think that it was. I think they did a lot of things right. They have crossplay. They have. Uh, they said they're not going to have the season pass. They um, obviously said they're going to have a new engine. Uh, they're saying now. Did you guys hear that the it's going to take place in an alternate universe? Um, no, I hadn't heard that. I I heard that. I don't know. I, I don't know where I heard that, but I didn't get confirmation. But um, there was just a lot of good info and a lot of goodwill. It seemed um, from Activision, which you don't really you ever hear about it. So uh hear about it from them so i think it's a really good step in the right direction for them well and, i'll, I'll uh, say it here and i've always said it nostalgia is a son of a bitch you know what i mean <laughs> people you know you you dangle that carrot and people are just you know hopping all over for it you know and uh like i said it got me i haven't paid attention to call of duty in, in years and now i'm like well, well, captain price baby 
The trailer, <laughs> the trailer was this. awesome. The trailer was awesome, but I think the one of the biggest things, like like Tim said, was the crossplay between uh, yeah, PlayStation, uh, PC, and Xbox. And like I was saying before the last show, you want to make a, a, a statement and push uh, push this crossplay narrative. This is what you're gonna have to do. A game like crossplay. Uh, same thing with a game like Destiny. Um, you're just gonna have to. You just keep moving forward. In a game like Call of Duty, you can definitely uh, send that message. Um, but uh, I yeah. think I think it states it's very good for crossplay mm-hmm. when you have somebody the likes of Call of Duty doing this. I think that setting the f- trend forward that you're gonna see uh, all these guys doing crossplay. And look, you know this crossplay argument was always stupid because you know with crossplay you have cross progression. So if you have stats on one platform and you go to another, shouldn't those stats come over and shouldn't you be able, shouldn't you be viewed that way? <clears throat> the idea that you would play one platform and then come to another and then have your stats not taking obviously is not good for you as a gamer. It's, it's actually anti gamer. You know what I mean? It, 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 well, it's, it would, it's stupid. You know, it brings up a question for me. Okay. we got cross play. Now you wonder about the the time DLC. Is it is it yeah, all, you know who who, who has who has it, marketing it does, rights? It doesn't look like it looks like they have seven day first maybe access, but I didn't hear anything about the DLC being uh, uh, you know uh, timed. So I think that that might be. Uh, I don't think that the deal that they had previously. With right, Sony well, because this this is a new deal this year, not, right? It started they're not at deal. E3. They're like, no, 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 no. You renege. We, we're taking some of that back because uh, you're not going to be at E3 this year. So, uh, right. Well, they probably you get seven days only. <laughs> well, they probably saw if it was say it was a fifty million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. Now it's only you know five million. You know, it's it's going to be drastically less. It doesn't. It, that's all they said on there site was the seven hours first free or whatever seven days content they're wording around uh no season pass and and all that stuff was weird too on the activision uh site and on the infinity ward site or something they worded it oddly on both sites uh for that section so if you haven't read that stuff I'd, i'd really encourage you to go back and read that but uh, they're gonna they're gonna definitely come back and find a way to to make some more money for sure. And the crossplay thing is great. Of We've all said it's inevitable, but I insist that we have an option to avoid it if we do wish so. Right? More options. Yeah. I, I honestly, Sorry, I don't want to pay anybody that. with keyboard and mouse. Yeah, you, you know don't want to get that, dominated. You know, oh, yeah. no lube by mouse and keyboard. It's gonna be very not great for yep. you. So if you want to avoid that, you can. Uh, on the other hand, Microsoft are enabling mouse and keyboard for their own platform. So. Can you know? Well, you can play with people with mouse and keyboard on a console. People say you're playing with people with mouse and keyboard anyway, but it's a far lower percentage. So if you want right, to play right. as many mouse and keyboard as possible, it'll be there. Oh, absolutely. The option to the gamer. I think that's basically the way uh, yeah. you should go about it. If you don't want to play, you click on the uh, console to console. Uh, yeah, you know. t- tick a box. So you know, I don't want to play with crossplay. Well, it's, it's really amazing where we're at now because at the beginning of the generation, we were just talking about closed box and exclusives and all this. And now we're like, oh, you were talking about cross-platform, not the Xbox itself, but the Xbox ecosystem. And then other companies are kind of looking at it too. It just it, It's amazing where we're at now to compare to the beginning of this generation. Well, now just imagine if, if you, you, know, you, you have uh, 
xCloud on your phone and you're over at a buddy's house who only has a PlayStation. And you're like, man, I wish I could play some Call of Duty. But you know what? Yeah, you'd be able to play together even though he's on a PlayStation and you're on your phone. If you want to comp, you want businesses to grow, gaming to grow, you take down these barriers. Like I was saying before, you know, if you can only afford one console, then, you know. Well, mo- most people, and I mean, obviously, most kids can't can only get one console, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it just makes sense. Allow people to play together. They're trying to remove the console and let anybody with a 4G enabled device buy a game, which takes you from. 40, 50 million Xbox ones alone to to hundreds at the very least, even though there's like a billion of these devices, right? At the very least, hundreds and hundreds of additional people that you can sell your games to. So the more people that invest back in the ecosystem, back in the games, the bigger and better the games usually tend to get. Uh, for instance, uh, PC guys should really enjoy the fact that console guys get games because if not for console guys powering the vast majority of sales for AAA games, you wouldn't have nearly imbe- the investment in things like Red Dead or The Witcher 3. Like, Red Dead will come to PC, for instance, but Witcher 3, Grand Theft Auto, like, all these massive games, you wouldn't have that that investment because there's just not enough people out there with capable PC hardware. Whereas you got, you know, a ton of sales on console, and the numbers don't lie. And you know, you know the pirates you got to deal with. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the more investment, generally, the bigger some of these games get. Mm-hmm. For the most part, console sales dominate PC. Um, with know, AAA games, yeah, yeah, with AAA games um, for the big ones. So, so I mean, it is what it is. It, it's something that moving forward with the cross-play and everything, and all where this is all going, uh, I think it, it's, it's definitely better for the gaming. And uh, you know, we talked about 2013. As somebody mentioned, yeah, I, I can even say in the last two years, it's really started to make that shift. And it seems like the next year moving forward. Uh, it, we're going to be thrust really into this now, and it's going to be migrating over to what what uh, they've been talking about, and everyone's been talking about. I think crossplay and all this stuff is now going to be a norm. Yeah, moving forward for sure. But guys, you know what? Like, as far as Call of Duty goes, like I'm just glad that it's going back to like more modern era because the the past couple of years, excluding World War Two. You know, we've been missing that boots on the ground, like simpler kind of combat aspects, and it just it you feels don't like like those jet jetpacks and jumping around <laughs> walls and wall riding and everything. You're talking about Titanfall, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that they're going with a more nitty gritty, darker version of Call of Duty than we've seen in a while. They're drifting away from that Michael Bay style of a game and wanting to have it more of a darker setting, a more serious setting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you say that, Centurion, because some journalists were kind of squeamish over uh, what they saw with the campaign narrative and tone. I Remember, read about that. Yeah, everybody's... About the uh, kid soldiers or something like that? Well, everybody's favorite Cuphead uh, tutorial player, uh, Dean Takahashi, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was calling for what you may say cens- censorship over what he saw because, I guess... Uh, during a certain scene or aspect of the gameplay, uh, a woman goes to pick up a gun, and I guess you're forced to shoot the woman. And it just kind of like he was calling it a no Russian moment. It, for everybody who doesn't know, no Russian was a mm-hmm. pretty big talking point from Modern Warfare <laughs> 2. And mm-hmm. people were kind of up in arms about that, but it kind of really set things in motion for uh, the campaign, the storyline. But I mean, it, you get used to that. Like, I think me and Tim talked about this behind the scene, it might have been someone else, but. 
But from what, what I had heard is that the game is is essentially has you playing as some kind of undercover terrorist. Mm-hmm. And it's full of it's you know you you've got to do all kinds of crazy things like you did in the No Russia level. Mm-hmm. I'm not hey, sure how I get that. War's tough. What was what was the what was the Call of Duty? Um, uh, the the it was the one that was really controversial. You're in the were, airport, right? Yeah, no, yeah that's, no that's, no that's what we're talking about. Yeah, okay, that and they made no you Russian, right. you yeah, mowed down was, everybody. Spoiler. Decade old spoiler. That, but you know, even though that was a real controversial time, that was pretty sick when I played that. When I played, <laughs> when I first played that, I was like, wow. I was like, damn, we're mowing everybody down. Nobody moves, literally. Well, it was controversial because, yeah, you're not mowing down soldiers; you're mowing down civilians. I guess that yeah. that. But yeah. that's yeah. that the this day and age, this day and age, man, it's something that could potentially happen. That's why it just feels, you know, yeah. really, yeah, yeah kind of. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, why aren't games allowed to do that? But in movies, you see that a lot. Like how many action movies? Yeah, it's, it's I, think, uh, I mean, not that I would agree with any of these people saying censorship, but but you have little kids carrying these acts out, I guess, maybe. Possibly. Like, hmm, but the little I mean, kids shouldn't I, also I be playing. Gaming it's, makes things more realistic, though. I mean, you're actually controlling what's happening on the screen. That's why I kind of it pulls you in more than I think a movie. I, yeah, but then I would say, all right, Sally, it's time to be a mom. It's time to be a parent. Uh, Billy, exactly. Right? And, and control what your kids are playing. It says oh, most definitely. There, there's an M on there for mom. Please look at this shit before you let your kid play it. Like, hey. Not, you, not, hey, hey, Junior, go play this and leave me alone. Yeah. See, like, in the article, it didn't really point out that kids were soldiers, like they were wearing fatigues and running around and shooting people. It was more along the lines of that a hostile force was taking over an area and two kids were forced to defend themselves. And they even made comments that one of them stabbed a, a soldier trying to hurt them in the leg with a screwdriver. So it's not like the kids were running around with guns being a soldier. They were just put in a really serious situation that actually could happen in today's world. I mean, there are kids soldiers in today's world either way. I mean, oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, literally. absolutely. Machetes and AKs, man. But <laughs> people are sheltered, right? We live in such a a bubble, right, of uh, freedom and whatnot that people don't realize that there's a lot of stuff from around the world that that stuff actually happens. Mm-hmm. And be sure and buy your kid this game ASAP. <laughs> you know, well, well you know, and if people worrying about censorship and games and all that. The government can't do it because it goes against, you know, freedom of speech. There, there's, it's just, you know, they just got to have more restriction on. People they're trying the game. You know, they're trying. That, the government, they, they're trying. They're trying, man. There's a particular uh, group of people, yeah, that definitely don't. They don't like he. They said that <laughs> uh, letting your kids have access to games is like giving them a bar full of drugs. Just a bar that has open bar full of drugs. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the panic. Who would have said that? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys, I'm looking forward to the new Call of Duty. It's been a while since I can actually say that with a straight face, to be honest with you. But I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to see more. uh, And hopefully it doesn't let us down. But, uh, yeah, moving on and on to our next topic. And out of nowhere, Crackdown 3 received a free update. And it's called the Extra Edition. It gives people gives players freedom to play with a variety of cheats tools and controls to increase like agent abilities and you can also spawn all kinds of enemies vehicles and all kinds of objects like b 
beach balls and so on. And for the multiplayer, they added uh, different, like a new variety progression system to unlock different cosmetics. I know, whoop-dee-doo, right? And admittedly, I, I booted it up before we started the show, and I played around with it. It's kind of cool, but uh, I don't know how much longevity it actually adds. But what do you guys think about this update? Uh, because it's been a pretty significant uh, time since we've heard about anything Crackdown-related. Do you see people coming back for this? I no. haven't. <laughs> no. It's a decent game. I want to get back to it, but I just... I'm not going to go back to it anytime. You know, I mean, you saying you enjoy Crack Now Three. You're not allowed. Yeah, I know. I'm not supposed to say it. It's, You're not it's allowed game. to have fun with that game. <laughs> Crack Now Three was actually it was fun. That's the word, right? It's yeah, just, it was fun. It's fun. Uh, and if you didn't, if you didn't play it, you probably don't understand. But a lot of people that did play it were like, "Yeah, I had a, I had a pretty good time with that game." I would have Crack Down fan. I'm not, you know, I, I never really played the franchise. Uh, and then I jump into Crack Down Three, and I'm like, "Wow, I'm actually having some fun here." Uh, and I, I beat that game. I think I got almost 700 gamers scoring it. I, I went pretty hard on that game. So nice. Uh, I, it's not going to entice me to go back it, to it. it it's mm-hmm. a fun co-op game. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, but sitting playing, you know, say, oh, I'm gonna pay play hundreds of hours on it. No, I don't really see it. I mean, the, the game's you know barely got a pulse, so I I, I don't <laughs> see it coming back. I mean, no CPR I, for that game. I do think it's nice that that Microsoft's still supporting the game. Um, in a way, uh, I think that. Um, that shows that Game Pass another a benefit of Game Pass is that you know even if a game doesn't do the the greatest out of the gate, uh, which obviously Crackdown Three didn't, um, you might still get some support for it. And I mean, this is a nice little update. It's it, it unlocks everything. You can uh, day night cycle. I, I mm-hmm. saw a tweet from uh, a friend Colt. Yeah, and uh, it was it was really uh, pretty cool. So I mean, I'll jump back in and play with it a little. Um, that's about it. I finished the game. I thought it was a it was an okay game. The multiplayer I was disappointed in, mm-hmm. um, but overall, uh, it's a nice little update in my opinion. A nice little tidbit. They didn't put it this way. They didn't have to do that, and they did. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I mean, the thing is, like, some of that should have been in there. Like, when you're talking about, like, when you have a multiplayer system, like, when you were advertising it and yeah. you didn't put in, like, a progression system right off the bat for people to actually, like, work through things to try to achieve things, you know, they were just going for, like, a you know, team deathmatch and that's it. I mean, there wasn't even any party system. I mean, there were the multiplayer, actually, they did need to patch that. There was no, like, party system <laughs> with your friends or anything. And and a lot of people are goal oriented, so they want to you know they want to unlock something or work towards something. I completely get that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were a lot you, of you things. You guys that think they should have just postponed the, the the launch of the game? You know what I mean? Until it was actually done and finished. <laughs> well, Would they could have left the multiplayer. They should have they should have separated the two and made the multiplayer uh, free, and then put that campaign at thirty bucks. Honestly. Yeah, the campaign, I actually... That was kind I of a rumor for fine. a while, though. That was the rumor for a while. I mean, like, come out at the same time. They wanted to release uh, one thing way before the other, right? Because right. CloudGen got bought in the middle of development. Yeah. And from what I hear, they could have sued CloudGen for that. Uh, but they didn't do that, right? I don't remember who I heard that from, but I, I absolutely believe it. And uh, they didn't leave. Uh, they kind of left uh, things out of whack when they did that because they took that technology and all that stuff with them and that's why the destruction is how it is because they had to rebuild that. So they could have uh, they could have sold that single player for like thirty bucks and, and probably would have got a lot less flack for it. 
Single player was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just crazy how Xbox always has to fall on the sword and be the bad guy and, you know, get the bad well, name and everything. I, I think right now they protected themselves with this. And we were talking earlier on another show that, you know, you look at some of the risks that they made with Scalebound and and even Crackdown and announcing it early. Uh, they really, those weren't their studios. They didn't own those studios. <clears throat> and the ability now to own your studios and to be in control, uh, be in control to hire more people, to put put more uh, you know resources on the on the on the project from within your company <laughs> is is it's a big deal. Uh, so what do you mean, Tim? You're saying that that now they're gonna let they're gonna have a team like Rare develop a game, and Rare's not gonna come out with eight other games in the time it took them to develop this other game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like yeah, they're actually gonna have some control, overseas, some oversight, yeah. some like what's yeah. going on with the budget. They're gonna share technology with the rest of the teams. Like, no, they just like throwing money away. Um, uh, Platinum. That's why Platinum got fired. That's how they got released from their contract. Just like the guys that were doing the Phantom Dust reboot. People like that, like it was Microsoft's fault. No, Platinum. <laughs> it was your fault. You missed. Well, it's funny deadline. how now some of the guys that worked at Platinum saying, "Well, you know what? Uh, my, Microsoft and Xbox actually did right by Platinum. You know, yeah, now like, you're starting to hear the real story. The blame, they, right? they, yeah. Hey, Microsoft paid for three other games to get built. So you know." Yeah, that uh, yeah, they uh, definitely have egg on their face there, to say the least, huh? Yes, and Peter, they do. <laughs> <laughs> but Tim's right. We did say that we did cover this on Iron Lords. Uh, now that Microsoft shout out to we, Iron Lords, Iron Lords, yeah. those guys will be now that they're in LA charge too. of uh, like their own studios, right? They're buying things now. Here, they're building another studio for like uh, for an RTS or whatever. Uh, now that they're in charge of this kind of stuff, they can. Be you know, they don't got to worry about what their teams are doing, they have all this oversight. They can show things a little earlier because they're more confident that it's going to turn into a real product. And it won't be vaporware, 100%. it won't be a scale bound, which they still have all the assets and IP to. I still think that Ninja Theory could really finish that game and, and try to do it justice, but I understand that they probably won't, yeah. Do that. It, you know, it, it's tainted, you know what I mean? It's like I hate- wants. To bring up the S word because you know it's been talked to death, and I was really looking forward to it, guys. I still have some swag, some scale bound swag. Yeah, I, actually, I, I, I got a t shirt. I remember going to an expo like two years ago and going to up to the Xbox booth, and a, a Microsoft guy was looking at me, he's like, You're wearing that. Get that out of here. And it was, <laughs> no. It was, no, I'm dead serious. And it was scale bound. I was just like, Well. What? What? what, what you, off, yeah, I mean, take it off and burn it right now. I'll tell you later. <laughs> so yeah, I, I remember during the development, you know, I, I'd sit there and talk about scale bound, and I'd get the the funny looks like, "Oh, you have no idea." <laughs> you know exactly. You know, the, Actually, the guy to say, was cool, to say but... it had a troubled, you know, uh, production is it, it, saying it lightly. Well, everybody seems to know uh, Scalebound's problems, but I, you know, I was looking forward to it. Like I, I personally, I would like to see it come back, but but as I'm with you on that one, I would love to see it come back too because it's something that is missing from Microsoft's portfolio. That kind of a game, but you know, like Dealer said, who would make it right if not Platinum? Ninja Theory would be great. They have multiple teams, but, you know, your guess is as good as mine. They own the IP, though, so they could hand it off to somebody, no problem. But 
We shall see, guys. And moving on to some interesting news and really out of the blue right before E3, Sony dropped a pretty lengthy trailer for Death Stranding. Now, this trailer ran for about nine minutes and showed Norman Reedus' character traversing a wide variety of, ter of terrain with a ladder in hand trying to stealthily avoid monsters and some very graceful briefcase combat action. <laughs> now, the game looks very easy on the eyes. It looks like gorgeous, has some really nice details to say the least, and some great voice uh, castings as well to boot. But there still seems to be confusion on what the game is actually about and how well it plays. It has a release date set for November 8th, so now we finally got something concrete about it. But panel, do you have you guys watched this Death Stranding trailer and what are your impressions? Like, can you make anything out of it still? I'm actually watching the trailer right now because I just realized I haven't watched the full thing yet other than the small little memes that I've been seeing on Twitter. This game... What's I'm the Whatever, <laughs> what memes, whatever the hell you call. Oh, it. meme! Oh, meme! It's a meme. This damn game looks really, really good. But I don't know what's going on. Um, I I can't tell you for the life of me what what's actually happening other than just this this baby in a jar. And uh, but the well, landscape the out in your in your stomach, Megatron. You eat a little <laughs> baby pill, and then you throw it up into the jar. Because uh, they have shown the baby in the stomach thing, right? Uh, They've also shown the lady at the end of the last trailer like, eating one of those pills, I guess, that the baby's in the pill. I don't know. Was it, like, was it Plan B or something? What's going on? So I, I don't know what's going on in that. Like, that's a great question, Megatron. Like, what do you think is happening, Megatron? That's that's what I want from you right now. What it was I don't like, know. Yeah, I, give me a play-by-play. -play. What are your thoughts as you're watching this trailer? Yeah, like, well... Uh, Again, my my impression is like Hideo Kojima gets a lot of praise and respect for this game and his previous games like Metal Gear, but the audience seems to have a hard time yeah, understanding for his cut the scenes? game. Yeah. The trailer was a little slow to get started at first when you're watching the trailer. You're like, what the hell is going on? And then you realize you're actually seeing it from the perspective of the baby in the jar. Oh. And then that's where, like, as I watched the trailer... Yes, it looks like a cleaned, polished PlayStation game. But one thing I don't think people are fully going to be able to wrap their minds around is I have yet to see any kind of a, you know, yeah, he's running from people and he's fighting them with a Louis Vuitton suitcase or whatever the heck you want to call it. <laughs> um, but my Gucci it, bag. It, right. Or you see him with a fold uh, like a ladder that folds out. But I have never I'm not saying you need firearms in a game, but when you're when you have action sequences, most of the time people associate action sequences with some kind of a weaponry, not just running. Mm -hmm. And is Kojima going for a game that does not involve fighting people to the death? In other words, is it more pro-life? Mm -hmm. And that's where, because he even said that this game is supposed to reflect things that are going on today. <laughs> and is that going to work, in my opinion? Are people mm, going to be great. able to wrap their minds around a game that doesn't really want you going around killing everybody? Well, I did see a gun in the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, he was mowing down the guys in the trenches of the underworld or whatever. Uh, the gunplay looked horrible, though. It looked super yeah. stiff. I'm sure even had, there was even a part where he was like, he's ready to pull the trigger on himself. Like, I'm watching it now. It does. This game. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. so I didn't. I mean, but but yeah. it just I mean maybe there's some time no, to but, polish that, you know. Yeah, but I do agree that I don't. There's not a heavy emphasis on on huge shooting combat and that type of stuff. Everything. I mean, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say that the, there's parts of this game that look amazing. The characters, the you know, the the cutscenes and all that stuff look look you know uh, you know top notch. But then you but, see the gameplay. But some some of the gameplay, if you're going to be honest, and you know. Uh, you know, I, 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 somebody was comparing it to some of the little, had a little bit of state of decay jank, like with the running and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think, I think, I think it didn't look, didn't look, the, it didn't look the greatest. Um, is this something that they can redefine and, and fix towards the end? Um, probably, but most likely that's probably a good indicator of what you're going to get. Um, but that's not all the game is going to be about. I mean, game could possibly have a really crazy story and you know who knows how it's how it's gonna break (laughs) out but that's the problem with kojima games though tim the story's too damn crazy yeah 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 it's like an existential crisis or something if i'm I'm being honest with myself and and yeah i am an xbox guy i i just that if that game that game just it's it's definitely not for me or it definitely isn't something that I'm, I'm like would get super excited about. I, I think it looked, like I said, some of the gameplay looked like it definitely needs some work. Uh, like I said on Twitter, man, I just need to see more of this game. Like I have not seen enough over 20 minutes of trailers. The guys riding wheelies in the dirt on the dirt and the motorcycle in this last trailer. I'm like, what? The, you know, like uh, all kind. It's one all of the la- place. One of the last scenes. I mean, you had this squad of soldiers that were just raising about it, just like murky, oily looking whatever fluid, yeah. and then the guy just kind of lights it on fire and then just kind of walk through it. It's like uh, honestly, I mean, <laughs> the game it looks so damn good. There's some frame rate issues I can tell, but I do want to know more, and I, I don't want to knock the game yet. But, uh, yeah, I'll wait till this game comes on Game Pass. Yeah, <laughs> well, the game, the game is very visually appealing. I, it is. It, I can't does, be for sure. It does capture your attention by the subject matter alone, and because it's it draws you in, like what the heck is going on here? But again, we've we this game was initially announced back at E3 2016, if I'm not mistaken, and it's just it's still very so very mysterious and confusing to follow at times. It's like just give me something concise that I'm like. Oh, I think okay. it was announced in 2015, wasn't it? That far back. Mm. The par- the partnership was announced. The, the, oh, the, the, yeah, the- and that's when they said that yeah, the game 20- PC as well. By the way, I am shocked about the, the right. launch date though. November 8th this year. Um, you guys think they're going to keep that or is going to be delays? I, see, I don't. That's that's the thing. When, when I I'd, about- I'd say probably March. 2020. Yeah, I, I could mm-hmm. see that definitely getting delayed. I'd say that's when Last of Us 2 is coming out, though, around then. Yeah. Oh, so it, okay. It might, yeah, be something, it might be something that they're gonna try to. I don't listen. I'm I'm pretty surprised that the at the timeline of this, they you know they probably started production in uh, 2017, um, and that 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 to me is a little bit of a head scratch because Kojima is notorious for delaying games and making sure it's perfect. But you know the one thing that you got to do is you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's obviously one of the top, if not, uh, you know, top five greatest developers of oh of, for sure of all time. So I mean, and, but, but it, it begs to ask, you know the question is like, when do they fall? Like, is this going to be his first mess up? Like, is he going to you know shit the bed with this one? I don't know that- anybody who really thinks Metal Gear Solid Five is a ninety-five like it is on Metacritic. 
I think people, I hear so many people saying Kojima is extremely overrated. Mm-hmm. I don't know the Metal Gear story, so I can't really say he is or not. But I do you know, know that I didn't play no God of War when I booted up Metal Gear Solid 5. God of War, <laughs> I, I knew it from the beginning. This is a 95, 94. Metal Gear Solid you know, I, I want him to quit making games already and just make a fucking movie because that's all he likes to that's do. That's what he wants to do. Yeah. 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 That's what he wants to do. Uh, by the way, they did move this game over to the Decima engine, which is the Horizon Zero Dawn engine, uh, mm-hmm. to speed up production. I think this game's been in development since 2016, at least. But you think, though, really quick, though, that's, I mean, you know, he's making these movies. Isn't that kind of somewhat what they're doing? They're catering to, you know, Sony's fan base, right? I mean, so that can be that's possibly just yeah. a good thing. I mean, Kojima's known for 80-minute cutscenes, though, bro. Right. Like, that's yeah, a- that's true. Now, was this a knee-jerk reaction because all of a sudden everybody was starting to say that they're going to have a lackluster 2019 and that the games that are coming out aren't exactly what they're wanting? And then all of a sudden I open up Twitter and they've announced a release date for this game. Uh, it was on purpose. Like, I'm pretty sure they planned to do this right before E3. Um, uh, it just seems to have the writing on the wall for that. I don't think it's so much knee jerk. Um, otherwise, they well, then again, you can't exactly show a nine to ten minute trailer on state of play, I suppose. I just want a uh, six, uh, like a 400 foot ladder, like you had in the trailer. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Um, back pocket ladder. Have, <laughs> it's, it's one of those ladders that you can pull yeah, in 10 million different ways. Game. Like, this game is going to have a lot of just walking, and we <laughs> know that it had a traversal weapon wheel. Here, pull out the, the, the descending rope thing. Here, get the giant ladder. Like, no matter how you want to try to get around it, there is a Here, put a on your hiking boots before you try to go up that hill. There's just okay. a lot of walking in this game. It's There's very interesting it. because they do talk about, I have heard about like vehicle bays and that you can drive vehicles, but we always see is walking combat or even like him stealthily sneaking around. But at the same time, Kojima himself said the other day, it's well, it's not a stealth game. Then what the heck kind of a game is it? I mean, every the places that he's traversing, like in the gameplay, he's got like a corpse on his back for some reason, right? Are we there yet? You know, like the guys on his back. <laughs> like there's a corpse on his back, and he's walking through this big open plane, and people are like, well, you know, you're walking to State of Decay 2. Yeah, there's a house 30 feet from me I can go loot with zombies in it, right? Um, it's a little different, uh, whereas I just need to see a lot more from this game. I really do. Yeah. I was intrigued a little bit by the guy that had the gold mask on that could beam himself around. Hmm. Did yeah. do you remember that from the trailer? Like uh, that's, 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 that's Troy Baker character. Yeah. It's true. And even like that giant lion thing as well also has a uh, giant gold mask on it as well. So I wonder if there's a connection there. But yeah, very interesting game, guys. But before we move on, did you guys see happen to catch the special edition that was announced along with it? Because <laughs> it has it comes with a few goodies, to say the least. Uh, you know, typical stuff like steel book, uh, keychain, and in-game items and so Alive, on. Alive, baby. <laughs> but yes, it comes with an actual one of those uh, bridge babies. They're called a bridge baby pod that uh, the character carries around. And it just comes off as really creepy. Did any of you guys uh, happen to see that? It comes with a magic baby. Is that what you're telling me? It comes with the baby from Luke. It Luku's comes with a talking. test tube baby. Oh. 
Yeah, uh, you actually put it up to your umbilical cord. You can <laughs> <do another thing. laughs> Tim, Tim Dog got two of them things. Plug and play, baby. That's what they mean. Nothing's going to be more soothing than walking into your room and seeing two glowing babies in the room at night. Well, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah that's too, really going to get a girl then, to jump in bed with you. And then me screaming in the middle of it, I can see dead people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stop is right. You're going to bring a lady into your room. She'll be like, this motherfucker wants some commitment. He's all you and this is our baby. My wife is making me sign my divorce papers right there. Like, <laughs> okay. I'm right there with you, man. My wife would not let me put that up in the house if I got it. Hey, I'm all for uh, collector's editions and whatnot, statues and all that people, you know, like uh, we were talking about before, the guys from the Iron Lords, you know, they have some really impressive uh, statues. The, the Iron the Iron Lords? The that... Iron Lords. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Maybe it's my Canadian accent. I'm sorry. But, uh, but yeah. What no, are you talking guys... about? <laughs> what you Stop talking about? Eh? So, so, Invader, you're talking about the Iron Lords, sir? That yeah, right. is yeah, correct, apologies. my friend. And how, you know, the couple of those guys, they have an impressive collection there of um you know oh, you're talking about king david's baby dolls that what you're talking yeah, about yeah exactly oh, yeah. I, I just i can't imagine one of those guys having uh you know chucky there Ch you know a little chucky in a pod there yeah I don't, everybody think, away. I don't think david would have one of them damn dolls and he's got some pretty crazy dolls <laughs> no i think david would i think he'd get a couple <laughs> he put them on that spinning table in the i background. don't know but yeah. but you know what? When he does, we'll see it on Instagram. Shout out yeah. to David out there, King David. Yeah, he's got an impressive collection of statues, man. Uh, really mm. impressed by what he has. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, moving on from our gripping discussion of Death Stranding, guys, it is finally that time to give our predictions for E3. And this will primarily primarily be focused on Xbox. But hey, if anyone wants to you know, talk about more, you're more than welcome to, of course, to speculate well, on other conferences. Isn't, isn't Xbox the only show in town? Pretty much. I thought I heard that somewhere. <laughs> Well, you know, there's a couple here, a couple there, but Xbox is the big daddy of the conferences uh, this year. And, um, you know, recently Xbox had Phil Spencer talked about their final rehearsal and stated that they plan to show a whopping 14 Xbox Game Studio titles alone and it'll be their longest conference to date. So, you know, it's sounding very exciting here, guys. Now, what do you expect to see at Xbox's showing? Do you guys expect to see a bunch of new games? Or should we just try to temper our expectations here? Uh, both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a lot you, of people uh, were running with the 14 thing, right? I posted 14. I think it's more than anyone has ever shown. This is from first party. And then you got some people like, well, you know, those are going to be on PC and some of them are going to, duh. Like, they're going to show a lot of things. And a lot of what they're going to show is stuff that probably is already out, right? Uh, so nobody ever said that it's 14 brand new IP or new games that we've never seen. No one said right. that. Uh, we are fully aware of what exactly is happening. It's like motherfuckers don't pay attention to videos and stuff anymore. But uh, I feel yeah. like it's common sense. Um, what, it, what it is, is, is it's good. It's good news. I mean, I don't think anybody would disagree with that. The more they can show, the better. I just don't want to see, you know, as uh, me and Tim talked about earlier, Minecraft. I don't want to see Sea of Thieves. I don't even want to see State of Decay 2 when they talk about that anniversary update, which that's probably one of the 14. 
But, uh, you know, I, I, I think they should really pick and choose those slots carefully. Hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting that you bring that up too, Dealer, because will we see a lot of stuff for, for games that we've seen before? Like, as you were saying, Sea of Thieves, State of Decay 2. Uh, what else could we see? Could we see the Outer Worlds finally, like some gameplay, Wasteland 3? I know that they were teasing Wasteland earlier today. Uh, NXL seems to be pretty pumped for that. Uh, what about Forza Horizon? Do you, any of you guys think that we'll hear something Forza related? Because I believe Playground Games was uh, sort of hinting at something a day or two ago as well. Oh, I'm sure they still got some DLC out there. And yeah, and obviously the next the next Forza would be announced. I don't, as far as I know, the new Forza Motorsport ain't coming out this year. But I, I think you know they'll announce it for next year. I'd much rather hear from about Forza 8 than Forza Horizon um, because it's already out. Um, it's just DLC. I think that's something you can announce, you know, around mm -hmm. E3 or after the show. But uh, I, I want to hear about more new IPs, maybe some studio acquisitions, um, maybe something with Mech Assault, uh, something like that. I, don't, I want new, new, new things, new ideas. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised, believe it or not. Um, if Nintendo walked out on stage at some point and um, said what they were going to do um, and maybe a partnership with them. Um, That'd be interesting, but I don't see that happening. Yeah, I mean, know. but hey, we, like I said, you know, uh, we Kumbaya. no one saw, no one saw, um, and people had ideas, but no one really saw, you know, PlayStation and Microsoft. And we shot that idea down, some of us. And uh, I mean, look, I mean, I think it's time to think outside the box and they're going to put on a show that's rumored to be two hours long. Um, it better be a damn good one. And um, I think, Well, uh, yeah, because there's going to be a lot of people falling asleep and, you know, all these these live podcasts. Like, what the hell's going on board, you know? Where's the guy yeah. with the flute? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Megatron, hey, the banjo say, performance uh, was the best. Go ahead. Yeah. Would you say, Megatron, is safe to say that, that things that, that are already out, see these, Minecraft, all that stuff, uh, Horizon 4 DLC that, that that can be relegated to something like Inside Xbox. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's it. I think I I do think uh, Minecraft will be shown, but just really small segments of that show. Like I just don't want that to be the big thing. I just want I want to hear you know um, just new IPs, man. That's what we need. That's what the I mean we got we got all these new studios. You know that's what people want. So uh, give us that. You know some of that at the very well, least. I, I'm so, sure they'll be well represented. Yeah. Well, will we see something like, because again, Xbox Studio Games, it can mean anything. And what about something like even We Happy Few DLC? Because we yeah. still know that they got a couple going on there, too. It's, it's in their best interest not to mention We Happy Few again, honestly. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go on a wild, wild, uh, leaf here and you know i i said it before and people were kind of like no 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 it, it's too early but i honestly think i'm gonna see something from the or we're gonna see something from the initiative mm -hmm. like really at uh, least I'll at least like that. a sneak trailer you know 10 second teaser you know <laughs> this of is what it might be three and a half years so <laughs> so south are you saying that the initiative is going to announce that the um they're going to be acquiring bungie Shouldn't it be Phil? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Initiative, yeah, definitely the initiative is going to announce that they're, you know, buying a company that's bigger than them. I predict that Hostess is going to buy the Xbox brand and make special edition the, Xbox Twinkies. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that I'll take Xbox, two. Y'all motherfuckers is playing it way Xbox too Xbox Glitter is going to shoot in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Xbox Twinkie edition. Make yeah. a console out of that. Yeah. This is um, one of those different predictions, right? You get a different prediction every show. So yeah, right. different prediction every every show. So all right, Timmy, we'll, we'll run down your predictions, brother. We'll, uh, or our so, dealer. No, I, I think they're gonna have Thanos come out and uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, um I think uh, I think it's pretty safe to say they're gonna have a pretty strong first party showing. Uh, we can debate all it is. There's probably going to be a little bit of fluff there. That's that's. I think when you say 14 and you only have 13 studios, you, you know, obviously you can have some stuff that's being worked on, has been worked on, and stuff that we've seen. It's not going to be all new, but uh, I do think that I'm going to go on a limb and say we're going to get one studio acquisition, and uh, they might talk about a game there. So, and that's something that I really, really want. I want them to keep pushing that. Uh, you make 14. <laughs> no, I'm not Bungie. Not, not yet. Hey, not hey yet. Megatron, tell us what you're really thinking about. <laughs> Megatron. <laughs> hey, he's been beating this drum for six months. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's coming. Possible, possible market deal. Um, but uh, I, I, see, I see that. Uh, I do think that they're going to uh, talk about themselves as far as a console and say that they're going to be the most powerful. Uh, and they're also going to be the most uh, the, the, with the two two SKUs. They're going to also be the most affordable uh, entry level uh, as well, the, because they're going to have the two SKUs. They're going to have Anaconda and Lockhart. Uh, so I think they're going to have a segment there. And um, other thing that I'm hoping for is uh, I really want Fable to be there. I want them to uh, uh, you know announce uh, pretty much the, the best kept secret. Yeah, um, I was gonna say, wasn't it already announced on Mixer that like, they they already? No, uh, it was, already... It was, yeah, something happened, but it's it's everyone, you know. I mean, your game reported on it. It's been a wide rumor. It's the stories yeah. was that that Fable Four was the thing that was pitched to Playgrounds when they because they originally pitched Microsoft. Microsoft said no to their game, and then Microsoft came back and says, "What do you think of Fable 4? And then that's part of how the the the, the partnership acquisition. Happened. Yeah, the acquisition happened. So, I mean, uh, I would love to see that. And I think if we get all those three, for me, that would be a satisfying E3. Um, uh, but I really uh, – I think there's a lot of pressure on them still because they have the, the floor to themselves and they, and they kind of have to uh, come away here with a W no matter what. All right, so we all know that Anaconda is going to be shown. Do we get a price? Not sure it'll be. So no. I think it'll. No, Next, I think they'll talk not. about it, and I think they'll let you know it's the fastest console you can get and suck the suck the wind out of PS5 sales. I think that's the smartest thing you can do. They'll do so exactly you, what they did with like the Scorpio, for example. They'll talk about it. They'll talk about some specs, and then well, and that's what I mean. I, I mean exactly shown the the physical mm-hmm. box. But obviously they're gonna they're gonna talk about it. It's gonna be you know uh, a graphic on the screen will be showed. Well, Jimmy's southbound. What is it, huh? Make up yeah, your mind. Exactly. Yeah. God. <laughs> Trying to make two predictions mind. in one show. <laughs> <laughs> How dare I? Well, I'm, I'm you know I didn't get I didn't get on the the Iron Lords this morning, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Time to break out the magic eight ball. Need a minute in the background behind David spinning on that little pedestal. She was a grand spot. Yeah, Rand, Rand slept through it. I know, Rand slept through it, man. Why didn't you call me? I would have taken, taken it. I would have taken it. Cognito, David, man. I thought we Stop were home. would have fucking showed up when I was walkie talkie. What's going on, guy? That's right. <laughs> at, at work, too. Yeah, the bells the cloud on. outage too. The cloud went down as we were, we were having a really good show too, and the cloud just freaking took a toll. Yeah, the Google was uh, 
Everything was uh, acting up today. It was really weird. I mean, it was a struggle for me at the end of the They were trying to turn on Stadia, and it just shorted out everything. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. They were turning on the uh, Stadia Studios game. They're firing up for the first time test shot. Oh, uh, yeah. So we might not be able to actually do the conference now. They hit that AK button. <laughs> By the way, I, I, need, uh, I need information on that new Batman game quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna need that as soon you've as possible. Di- you've been dying for that for the longest time. It's but been, I thought, it's I thought it's not a long Batman. time. Like, I thought it's, it's a suicide game. Years. Suicide Squad. No, that's uh that's a rock steady team. This is the WB Montreal team. Montreal, okay. And they're working on a Batman game, supposedly for this year. They haven't revealed it yet. Now, I heard something last night that it might be at the stadia stage. Because mm. they're doing their little reveal. That doesn't mean it's exclusive, but that they'll show it off there, like they did with Doom Doom Eternal. That would make sense. Yeah, they need to go into the third parties because they got. I mean, they must have some kind of exclusive in development, but they, they got to garner some lower latency. 160 milliseconds is not acceptable. I don't know if you've yeah, seen it, that video. It's bad. It's funny, you know. People were talking about this this uh, supposed Suicide Squad game, and I've you know behind the scenes I've heard it is and it's not. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy. I've heard it know. is, and I was thinking like, how can they make this work? And and I was talking to Rand about this. <laughs> it, it, the only way I can see a Suicide Squad being really cool, oh, wow. you know, in gaming today, they they rarely come up with a completely new concept, right? So I'm thinking Alien Isolation, but the alien is Batman, and you are the Suicide Squad trying to pull off these heists and do different things, mm-hmm. right? So you got Batman, who's this extremely smart AI, he can hear you, he can track you, and you are the Suicide Squad, and all this co-op action, you're you're trying to do whatever the hell. You, you, you got a bad idea. Making up better games that are out there, bro. Come on. <sighs> now you just got me wanting, yearning like, for yeah. alien isolation like too, <laughs> and it's the only way I can see a Suicide Squad being like, "Oh wow, this is actually pretty fucking legit." Well, but what about all the rumors for a new uh, this Avengers game? Now that's a different studio. That's uh, Crystal Dynamics, and that's not a rumor. They confirmed that that will be D three. Oh right, nice. Hell yeah! So uh, yeah, that's got co op and stuff too. Now, well, it better. with Rocksteady's game, do you think we'll be seeing that anytime soon? I would be very curious as to why they would yeah, show it right. before they showed or, or around the time they're showing their new Batman game, which is coming out before the Suicide Squad game. Mm-hmm. It just... Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Just It's been a while since we heard anything from Rocksteady and, uh, you know, everybody's yeah. salivating. It's been four years uh, since they released a game. So if they don't show it off this year, that would be a very long time. Maybe they'll they'll show it off, but that's big enough, honestly, a Rocksteady game to to kind of have your your the place to yourself. But in the well, past, remember a couple of months ago, they actually had to come out because everyone was saying they were making a Superman game, and yeah. they finally had to come out and say, no, 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 we're not making a Superman game. So then everybody went back to the drawing board. Well, what could it be? Mm-hmm. Alien Isolation, but with Batman. <laughs> hey, again, I, I would love me some Alien Isolation too. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but you know we're also leaving out games that we still already know about: Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Battle Toads, even Cuphead. Cuphead's DLC, you know, that's supposed to be pretty significant too. That's going to take up some time to show off. Um, I think they'll show Cuphead. I mean, a little sizz- sizzle reel for all the DLC would be interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll show they'll show something off. Cuphead is uh, still pretty uh, live and kicking. I mean, it was just released on the Switch back in April. Or he will likely hit the Switch day one as well. We shall see about I that. I wouldn't believe, be. 
I believe, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I yeah. would not be surprised if that was the case. Uh, what about Ninja Theory's rumor new game? Do you, Everybody's been uh, talking about that. Do you guys think that we'll see uh, Ninja Theory's new game supposedly codenamed Bleeding Edge there? The B team? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind, there's there's multiple teams there. So the Hellblade team... Yeah, four teams, right? Yeah, the Hellblade team, I heard that's not till like 2023 or some shit. Ooh. So you're looking at the B team, not the Hellblade team, and the the game is a multiplayer-focused kind of arena-type game. Yeah, the, the A team is what made uh, Xbox bring that check. <laughs> <laughs> well, more or less... Well, I've seen a couple of their demos. One was, I did see a bit of that arena game as well, uh, the, the prototype there. Did anybody see their game Razor by chance? I the sci-fi game that kind of <clears throat> reminded everybody about Anthem. Tim Dog, didn't you help develop that game? Weren't you there? Tim <laughs> Dog, you know everything. Come on. What's the question? Timmy, spill that tea, <laughs> baby. <laughs> no, did you see that uh, other prototype game from a while back that Ninja Theory was developing, uh, codename Razor? It was like a sci-fi game. Yeah, kinda... I, I I heard the story. I do think that the, that this game is going to be derivative of that, or it's going to be part of that. That that was the initial vision. Uh, it's going to be. I I think it's going to be what what people say the rumor is. It's a multiplayer in, in two in six different universes. Um, story story. I don't know. Supposedly there is. Supposedly there isn't. I heard. So hopefully we get more. I'm just hopeful that it really looks good because. Um, obviously they're going to come in and they're going to have the, well, look, Microsoft made them do this. This is already starting there. Single, <laughs> you know, but it's, that's not the case. This has been long in development. I mean, the sad part is you're right, Tim. You're going to have people that, that are talking about how Microsoft forced them to make a multiplayer game. Right. Even though they had been working on this for years. Right. It's been, it's been a long time going. So, but, uh, the one good thing that I, I take from that is, is that, I'm sure Microsoft, when they when they did look at them, uh, that was part of the things that they were looking at, and they and, and they were impressed because, uh, you know, uh, obviously Hellblade Two was a big sell too. But um, it's I think it's gonna be a decent game. It's gonna be a good game. Uh, will it be the AAA that 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 will will you know uh, be good all, good enough for us all? I don't think so. I think they like I said, they need another AAA. Or something bigger than that to close the show or to satisfy the the uh, the the need for for games for the gamers of Xbox. We can't discount Gears either. I think Gears. But is yeah, so Halo bigger. too. It, it, that's the thing. It's it, we are discounting that that we are the and we're having this discussion and we're, we're just like acting like Halo and Gears is. Uh, I mean, more so Gears because we're gonna get to play that. This, you know, it's funny. It's it's like you know we, people, we take it for granted. Gears and Halo. We know that they're gonna be there, right? The exactly. They're gonna be showing off gears, uh, gears, gears of war five, like anything. Uh, you know, huge campaign, uh, big world game. Now it's got customization. Apparently, yeah. you can traverse. I mean, Centurion, you played Gears four. Are you looking forward to Gears five? Oh God, yeah, I am totally looking forward to Gears five. I think I'm even gonna buy it and not just game pass it. <laughs> wow, that, that's good. Wow. Yeah, yeah well, that's good. buy it. 
What about, uh, I mean, Halo Infinite, they'll probably show off some kind of a demo, a proper demo. Uh, you know, last year they showed off just the engine itself uh, with some hints. I'm really looking forward to see what Halo Infinite is going to be about because it's huge, guys. It's going to be big. There's 343 are taking their time with this sucker. I They've been hiring like crazy, gathering all kinds of talent over the past couple of years. I like as a huge Halo fan, I, I am I'm just dying to see what they've been cooking up. Hey, uh, you know what? You can you can ask Megatron. When we were there in March at the three for three studios, they had a little pep in their step, like, yeah, we, we, we got something cooking. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, just, they 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 had a little <laughs> bit of swag, you know, the way they were walking and talking, you know what I mean? They uh they seemed like they were pretty excited of what they were they were making. Absolutely. Uh, one thing I will say about uh, Gears 5 or Gears of War 5, whatever you want to call it, um, I am optimistic. I want it to be good from what I from what we've all seen. You know, they're a hey, graphically it looks great and there's some interesting uh, points to take away from it. But I'm just I'm worried or I'm cautious about if you look at what happened with Halo going into Halo 5, you know, they really, they changed a lot of stuff and a lot of fans were not happy with uh, the direction that they took with some characters and some aspects of the multiplayer and so on. Mm -hmm. Are any of you guys worried about uh, Gears 5? Because they really want to open it up more. Are you more like, are you guys more interested to see where, where they take it? Gears needs to change, right? Needs to. Yeah, they did it wrong with Halo because in Halo 4, forgive me, I don't keep up with the lore outside of the games, but in Halo 4, there was no really big mention of Locke. And then Halo 5 comes around, and all of a sudden, here's this new character just dropped on you. And at least, he's a beast. At least in Gears 4, they've already introduced the character of Kate. You know a little bit of her story. So it's not like she's just going to be dropped on you and you don't know where this ca character came from. They're almost like incentivizing you to want to know more about her. Yeah, lock well, strength. yeah. Well, as soon as you know Gears Four ended, you're like, okay, now we know where you know the next one's going. Well, the thing with Halo was it wasn't so much lock, but it's just like, okay, we're they took us from this heavy narrative of Cortana and Chief in Halo Four. They dropped us into Halo Five, and it's like, okay, we got this new supposed Spartan with Locke, and then we also have this other team of Spartans, and then it's just like, okay, and then we spend the majority of the game with this new batch of Spartans, and it's just like, okay, well, I want to get on with the Chief's story. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't mind the extra. I didn't mind Locke being in the game. I just think the story could have been better. Um, and I wanted to see more Master Chief because he's to me he's Halo. Um, right. As far as Gears is concerned, um, let them be different. Let them try new things. Um, and again, the story's just got to be on point and make sense. Um, you know, you look at the Twitter. People were more you know worried about the the box art than they were the actual game. <laughs> you know, so and. But uh, I'm excited for yeah, like what Tim was saying. I don't want to discount Gears and Halo. To me, those are my two, and and Forza too. They're my biggest beloved. I love those franchises, and I'll, I'll never get enough of them. I don't care if we get it every year. Then we get it every year, and I'll buy it every year. I love those franchises, but um, let them take a chance. Um, just you know, just have a good story, and um, I think everybody, everything, everyone will be fine with uh, Kate. I mean, there's people Amazing. that say another Gears, another Halo, and you know, we get Gears and Halo once every three years, right? Right. Or, or longer. Yeah. It's it's like there are more Uncharted, there are more God of War, mm -hmm. 
there are more, you know, like there, there's a lot of franchises out there. A lot of people love, and you're excited for uncharted. Every time it comes, you're excited for God of war. Every time it comes, it's the same for gears and halo. Uh, it just so happens that halo has made more money than most of these other franchises put together. You know, it's that big. So they definitely need to change gears for, uh, from gears for which mm-hmm. Rod had said they are doing hundred percent. He said that this is their first real gears game. They had to play it safe in gears Four to prove they could make a gears game. And with this one, they got more time. They got a bigger team. They've got the tech already built instead of building it from the ground up. And uh, I think with the open world traversal, that uh, ice sled, you know, you can drive that in the desert, the ice I'm hearing, like all this stuff combines to really bring gears forward. Uh, even if you take aspects from other games, I, mean, I wouldn't mind in gears driving that ice sled up to a, a locust camp or a locust den and clearing that bitch out and getting some loot. I wouldn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, in, insert some modern things into Gears of War and bring it forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, so, guys, we know that, as with all these shows, there's going to be big third-party support, especially since Xbox is going to be, well, the big show in town. Uh, what other, like, third-party games, like, specifically even Japanese developers, do you think they'll be courting more of those? Yes, I think From Software is going to be there. I think that game that's been rumored is going to be on the stage. Oh, the game that supposedly uh, the writer, uh, the author of um, yeah, the, Game of Thrones? Yes, I think is, that's, that's going to be on the stage. Well, that would be exciting to see a From Software game uh, on the Xbox stage. What about Capcom? Capcom had a very big splash last year with uh, Devil May Cry 5 at Xbox's uh, conference. Do you think we'll see another game from them? They've been dropping some hints lately, right? Um, yeah. I wouldn't, rumors, right? Yeah, I wouldn't, maybe a Street Fighter. You know, hopefully another uh, addition to Street Fighter. Resident Evil 3 remake. That would be cool. If it was Street Fighter, that'd be a pretty big deal. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I don't see that. But it would be very cool. Both consoles, cross-play. That would be huge. I mean, Street Fighter Five is how many years old now? Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably four, four, four years old or something. Yeah, so it's about time for another Street Fighter. And this time, not exclusive, hopefully. Well, that would be <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, Let's, they had a half know. a game. It was just yeah. point five. Right, but if that did come back and they said, "Hey, we're back with with Xbox," that would still that'd be something that would make a lot of fans happy. I remember when the Street Fighter Four happened, and I remember the reactions. Phil said he would make it up to us. I remember that he was asked on Twitter. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a blow. Like that was a, a shot uh, to Xbox when that happened. But they got their own fighter as well, Tim. And Killer Instinct two, correct? Yeah. Well, yeah, and everybody's wondering, are we going to get another Killer Instinct? Well, it did very well for them. We know that. I mean, otherwise they wouldn't have greenlit like up to three seasons. Um, I I would assume that Killer Instinct will be back. It's just a matter of will they hold it back. For to highlight the next gen or talk about it now, right? Probably new engine, maybe some different things that are involved. Who knows? Absolutely. Now, I remember Capcom teasing that they were going to bring back an old IP, a lot of like a fan cherished game. I've brought up over the years Dino Crisis, that would be a cool thing to come back. Uh, some people are talking about Onimusha. What would you guys like to see Capcom bring back besides Street Fighter, of course? Hmm. I wouldn't mind Dino Crisis if they did it like the Resident Evil 2 uh, remake. 
Possibly. Yeah, we could dig it. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, there was a lot of uh, goodwill with uh, Resident Evil 2 uh, recently. I could I could see something like that. Uh, some people are saying a, bi a Bionic Commando. <laughs> that would be interesting. But yeah, you know, it's cool that they're recording more Japanese uh, developers on board. Um, guys, Tim sort of brought this up. Fable has is one of the worst kept secrets in the industry. Do the rest of you guys feel like we will see some kind of a Fable trailer, even a teaser at this year's E3? Really quick, though, back to Capcom. I know this is going to be a long shot, but still Battalion. I wouldn't mind, you know, that was an expensive-ass game that came out, but I really wouldn't mind that coming out. That was fun. Maybe a, a, a less inexpensive version of a controller that can come uh, with that, per se, but uh, it was fun. Well, Have you guys ever played Steel Battalion? No? Yes? With the Connect. No, I'm kidding. Uh, um, horrible. That was a good one. I'm that familiar was, with that it. That was a good Steel Battalion. The other one with the real controls was trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Megasult, man. I, don't, I mean, I'm Steel Battalion. I don't know. The, the, I haven't played it, but Megasult, I mean, I would definitely all about that. Megasult or even a Mech Warrior, they just, it seems to come to fruition. I would love to see them bring back some of these old cherished IP that really highlighted the original Xbox. And Mech Assault was definitely one of those games. It even highlighted Xbox Live in a lot, in a lot of ways, too. Mm -hmm. And I would just love to see it uh, make a resurgence, whether it be a reboot, Mech Assault 3, whatever it may be. It's just the thing is, there's been a bunch of teases, too, about a mech game, uh, whether it be from supposed insiders or even just Phil. Phil's dropped a couple of hints, too, that he likes mechs and that, you know, he does think uh, mech games or a mech assault could come back. Do you think there's something there, guys? Possibly. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see at E3, hopefully. I would love to. I would love maybe if Piranha was working on it, but uh, uh, I have to wait and see on that one. Um, too good to be true, in my opinion. Yeah, like I put out a video uh, last week about, hey, you know, I was just doing some uh, theory stuff, you know, mm -hmm. hey, maybe Piranha Games. They, were, they have been talking to back and forth with Microsoft over the past year about something. Maybe it could be Mech Warrior Five getting ported over to the Xbox. They've met with Microsoft six times about both the Mech Warrior Five port and things they cannot discuss, quote unquote. That's exactly correct. You know, I mean, for me, I would like to think that you know it could make sense. Like Piranha Games are located in Vancouver, right by the Coalition. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a studio buyout. To be honest with you, they're the perfect size as well. I think they're only like a whole team on a Mech Assault reboot with some funds. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you just got to look at the size of the studio and uh, what they specialize in and uh, the talent pool around them, you know? Mm -hmm. but, yeah, and they can increase the size of it. You know, they've done it to all their studios, right? So they can uh, they can definitely increase the size of Piranha Games and, and kind of get some... Like, like that's the thing, too. As, as much as people might not have, like, We Happy Few... That's mm -hmm. that studio is not finite. Talent comes and goes, right? We saw mm -hmm. that rare, and now we see them getting some stuff back. And and uh, any studio can become great, and no studio is defined by a bad game. So and, you know, we, 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 obviously, they can pump out some great stuff. Oh, we happy few, I tell you. You know, I remember playing that in the preview. I was really excited for that. 
day one and i was just like what the heck is that it really tarnished my image of it and then booted it up with like the official like release update and i was like oh man like this is way better hey eh? i know it's like people are mixed on it but i actually i, I for what they were going for i i kind of enjoyed it but mm -hmm. uh you know it'd be nice if they went more like further into like a Bioshock-esque game, but that's just me. Um, Centurion, what else would you like to see uh, at Microsoft's conference? Anything else? I've been hearing that they're looking at Rare to blow the dust off of one of their IPs that they got stored in their library. Uh, the one that keeps floating around the most is Perfect Dark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk about that over the past few years. I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, Ken Lobb, I think it was a few years back, talked about really wanting to bring back uh, Joanna Dark, Perfect Dark. And actually, years back, back in like 2008, uh, Rare was working on a Perfect Dark game, uh, Perfect Dark Core. And I think it actually, what's his name? Chris... I think it's Chris Seaver, actually, um, the voice behind Conquer. He was, like, leaking all kinds of stuff, talking about the project. And it sounded pretty cool, but, of course, Don Matrick and Microsoft had canned a whole bunch of rare projects, unfortunately, like Cameo 2 and, uh, yeah, Perfect Dark Core. So that is very unfortunate. But we keep hearing about Perfect Dark popping up, guys, and... It checks a lot of boxes off for at least a company like Xbox or looking to want to make a game. Um, obviously, we're influenced by what's going on in the world today. So check one would be it's got a strong female role. Um, on top of that, it involves sci-fi fantasy, which happens to be a big popular subject in gaming. Uh, it's got a heavy multiplayer influence. It can be, you know, like, come on, I remember in the original Perfect Dark, playing multiplayer for hours with my friends so there's definitely a lot there that definitely that would be relevant in using it as a title today i heard that uh their other ip the other game they're working on is more of a fantasy type thing and if you really like sea of thieves like there's going to be aspects about this game you're really going to like and which doesn't scream perfect dark to me at all well i wasn't saying it was going to be rare working on it I wouldn't be surprised if, because Rare has a huge library, I wouldn't be surprised if they took something that Rare was holding on to and gave it to a smaller department or a smaller yeah. developer to actually see what they could do with it. Just like we'll, contracted a team out. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. we'll just, this is only a theory what I'm going to shoot out, but imagine taking a really fun platformer from back in the day, like Banjo-Kazooie, and giving it to Playful Games. Mm-hmm. Well, there hey, was a real rumor quick, real quick. I just uh, I just dropped a code in in the chat, so uh, let me know who got the game and uh, let me know what you think. Thank you for that, chat. By the way, Southie dropping bombs in the chat. I shared the post, but from your Twitter, there's no link like in your bio to the YouTube channel, so I don't. Well, know. yeah, you got. I said you got five minutes, so you got to do. You know, what I mean, I can't just <laughs> hand it to you. You got to <laughs> put in some work, baby. Part of the adventure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, point and click adventure, that's for sure, guys. Um Elila in the chat wants uh she wants to see Crimson Skies come back. Oh yes. yeah. You know what? Phil's knows that. He he been told since day one that Crimson Skies is, is, is wanted and somebody wants to, you know, them to make a new one. So it, that I think that's that's a given. I remember talking to Phil that. about that uh, a couple of years back, like just over a tweet, and he says, you know, we're not we're not working on it, but we really should. 
So I think there is interest there, but you know, it sounds like a budget teams. title though to me. Yeah, well, it's a game 20, pass twenty-five dollar, sure. thirty-dollar experience, maybe you know, some kind of plane shooter. Yeah, you but know, it was just it, so it's much definitely fun a game pass game. Yeah. All right, guys. Does anybody else have anything else to add about uh, predictions? Anything else you want to chime in? About that, I know we threw you off. I do want to see Fable definitely come back because I know I, I kind of cut you off. But yeah, Fable, Fable. I'm I'm got my fingers crossed on that one. I really want to see that come back. I've um, got all my fingers crossed on that one. Yeah, it would be huge. I think. Yeah, <laughs> that would be my my big thing. Mm -hmm. I'll scream Phil Dominus if you hear that. (laughs) Phil Dominus. Nice. (laughs) Well, I think at the end we will see a teaser for a very beloved property, Sneakers 2. (laughs) 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 Uh, Imagine a pop gear or a fable pop gear. Bring back Loco Cycle. (laughs) (laughs) We read Hot Twisted Pixel. No, they're going to sign another deal with Burger King and come out with Sneak King 2. Oh, my gosh. I, I think still have time. those. It's still time have for those. 2. It's been long enough. Uh, <laughs> playing in one forever. Well, that's great. Well, moving on, guys. That was a great chat. And, you know, I either way, I think we're going to have a pretty exciting E3 to look forward to. It's only a week away. Actually, under a week now because it's uh, next yeah. Sunday, the Xbox conference, and uh, I can't wait. Southie, Tim Dog, Megatron, you guys are going to be there. I'm super jealous. And, I'm uh, so excited to get to hang out with the Iron Lord. Shout out to them. Shout out to GRG Podcast and Lamethius, yeah. 108 Dragons TV and Grown Woman Gaming and it's going to be a great time, man. And I can't wait to see those guys. They're like family. You know, just hanging out with the community, and uh, I'm excited. I wish you were coming, Invader and Dealer, um, but uh, hopefully, definitely next yeah, year. Yeah, but you know what? Colt will be in your stead, Dealer, so we'll be all <laughs> yeah. right. We're going to get him drunk. I'm not going this year. I, I'll, I'll probably go next year, man. Yeah, that's what I'm uh, planning. Tim was like, "Why aren't you going?" He's like, "I can do it." Like, I, I I guess I was trying to get you going freaking January. Yeah, I mean, I just told you. It was like, "I'm going to Paris," especially back then. (laughs) Yeah, especially back then, I just didn't really have a desire, right? Because I could just chill and do my thing and see everything in 4K, you know. Like, uh, (laughs) I didn't really care, but I'm like, man, I should go and just, just uh, do it next year. So I probably will. Once, yeah. once you see it, once you're, you 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 just see the stereo of it and the parties and all that, you'll be like, "Hey, honestly, 4K doesn't do it justice, my man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we'll be at the Xbox conference, uh, you know, watching the games down in some uh, Mountain Dew and whiskey. You know, all the good stuff. Is that what you do, Invader? Mountain Dew and whiskey. Nice Mountain Dew and whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And maple know, syrup. Some game fuel there. Uh, Mountain Dew and whiskey. Yeah, yeah. That's a combination right there. No, I've nobody's never done that got that game yet, huh? Well, that's a pretty good combination. Thinking about it, like, it's probably weird, but I'm going to try it. That's going to be the first drink I have <laughs> when when that plane sets down on that tarmac. I'm going to get out to the airport and uh, go to the bar and get me a Mountain Dew and whiskey. Can you take a photo of the bartender's face when you yeah. ask him for Dude, it? I'm going to do it just for you, man. <laughs> just for coming on, I'm doing it. He tells you this is like the fourth one I've made today. Of these, I don't, <laughs> weird. Yeah, why is everybody calling this the Invader Special? <laughs> yeah, but G- uh, give me the Invader. What's that? Mountain Doom whiskey. You don't want to know. 
Hey, it's, it's green and it's good. What can I say? No. <laughs> uh, moving on, guys, to what we've been playing. Uh, just the games we've been playing over the past week or so. Uh, Centurion, what have you been dabbling in? Well, I finally knocked Rage 2 out of the park, and I got back into playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey so I can continue putting more of my life into trying to find the end game. Nice. <laughs> How is Rage 2, by the way? It's definitely fun. I had a blast. Um, you know, it. I would say it's mindless fun uh, because, you know, you're just going around just blowing everything up and tearing up the world. Uh, once you kind of go and tear up the entire world and you feel like doing the story missions, you can clean out the story missions fairly quickly. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. Dealer, what have you been playing? I know uh, last week me and Megatron and uh, you got into a bit of Sea of Thieves there. What else have you been uh, playing? Uh, Smash Rage 2, Beat of Plague's Tale. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, my, my gamer card's open as well, uh, unlike some people in this community for that exact <laughs> reason. But, but Rage 2 is, is a lot of fun. If, if you like the mindless, uh, fast action of Doom or Wolfenstein combat, but with a bit of narrative and, and some open-world exploration and stuff, uh, Rage 2 is your ticket, man. It's kind of like Mad Max and Doom combined, and that 60, 60 FPS is phenomenal. So, uh, yeah, it was a great game. A Plague's Tale, a uh, little slower-paced. Pretty long game. If you like stealth, uh, Plague's Tale is quality. It's a, it's actually a really quality game. And Asobo is a, a rumored studio for acquisition, but they just signed another contract with Focus Home Interactive. So I don't. I'm not sure Correct. if that's happening, but uh, it, it's quality as well. Yeah, that title uh, really caught my eye. I've been hearing mixed things about it. I mean, it's a beautiful game. Don't get me wrong, but it's heavily focused on stealth. Correct. It is. Um, they do mix in some other things with the rats and the slingshots and all that stuff. Um, but uh, I'm not really a stealth guy, uh, and I managed to find, uh, you know, it's quality. It's good. All right. All right. I may have to uh, check that out. Right. I, I, I just dropped the code again. I, You know, I, I put two question marks in it. I guess it's a little too hard. So I'm only one question mark. So hurry up and get it. Already, <laughs> get on that, guys! In the get chat. her done. Get her done. Uh, Tim Dog, what have you been uh, playing the past week? Uh, I've been playing uh, uh, Google Hangouts, uh, Discord. <laughs> you Skype. mean Google Stadia? Yeah, no. I mean, I've been uh, very, very busy. <laughs> I, 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 I pretty much have been on like six podcasts, literally. Um, I uh, haven't I got much to play. Last time I played was uh, when we talked pre-show on Rush, um, and uh, what was it? Uh, the farming, farming. Farm, farming. <laughs> yeah, uh, farm, farm with me. Uh, yeah, it, it's not a bad me. game. It just wasn't. Uh, it wasn't yeah. that type of game uh, for that night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Um, I played that, and I've also played NBA Two K. Um, you know, nineteen. Uh, I, I customized my team, but yeah, it's been honestly, it, it's been a very uh, hectic week. Uh, I mean, everything is so amped up. My uh, DMs are literally, literally fifty to sixty a day. With Tim, people. you're gonna be shot before you even get on the damn airplane. Yeah, brother. No, you need to. I'm gonna. <laughs> you need to sleep, man. Make sure you take the day off. I'm taking the day off before. More. I got my 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 uh, the RDX on Tuesday. Uh, that's my that, that's my my podcast, but I'm doing nothing more. I'm just I'm now gonna really start to 
uh, you know, take it easy and get ready for this for the weekend. But yeah, Heavy it's meditation been... and green tea, just chill. Yes, no, <laughs> it's, it's it's been hectic, uh, and, and and like I said, uh, uh, that was the last time we played. Um, but uh, hopefully, get a little gaming in this week and um, get ready for uh, E three. This is uh, this is the time of year that we uh, we all uh, love. So it's mm-hmm. it is what it is. Yeah, don't th- don't sound uh, too enthusiastic there, Tim. <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll get the coffee brewing for you. Don't worry. All right, Megatron, what have you been playing? Yeah, it was the same as everyone else. I had uh, we had the, the small amount of time we played with uh, Gears of. I mean, not Gears of War. We played um, Sea of Thieves. I wish was we had more time to play it, but um, I went on the same night and played On Rush and um, what was the farming game? Whatever the hell the name it was called, Farm Valley Farm something. And uh, that was it. That's what I uh, did. I, had, I didn't have time to play anything uh, during the week because of work and preparation for uh, E3. And um, yeah, so I kind of didn't have too much time to play. But sometimes, something tonight I'll be playing. But... All right. That's All it. right. I like. I'll admit, I got into well a few games this past week. Uh, besides uh, Sea of Thieves. I was playing a heck of a lot of Saints Row 4 Reelected uh, before it got removed from Game Pass. Uh, kind of a wacky uh, game there. I mean, the Saints Row games are always pretty crazy, but this one just really amps it up with like superpowers and whatnot. Really fun. It's just, I don't know. I think they need to maybe take it back a little bit. Um, Saints also- Row 3 was, was hard to beat. They, I think they were at the pinnacle. That, that was the best one ever. It was good. It was good. I uh, I got that too, actually, and with all the DLC. But uh, even then, it was kind of like uh, you know, guys, you know, with the uh, you know with the bats, you know what I'm talking about. It was kind of uh, getting a little too out of hand at some points. Uh, oh, also, I was playing through Halo Three and Four with a buddy of mine, and uh, we're it's amazing, guys. When you go through Halo, it's like it just it's kind of like uh, it's that game you keep going back to. You know, it's just such a good feeling back in the day and what else oh and i've been playing a lot of uh, world of uh, warships it's surprisingly addictive uh, for a free preview game oh, i've been really enjoying it uh, pretty good controls and uh yeah, it looks pretty good too but uh yeah well anyways guys with that that comes an end to our show and hey it was a really fantastic show, to say the least. And a big shout out to everyone in the chat for participating. And also to everyone who has been listening in. Uh, people like L Boogie, Delilah HD, Shizno Elite, Peter Young, Jago, all kinds of great people here. Thank you guys for tuning in to Geeky Nerd, Brian Wood, and so forth. And uh, yeah, guys, you know, it was a great time. Uh, remember, guys, if you haven't already, definitely like the video and share it out to get the word out about TXR onto the digital streets. And uh, yeah, now on to our outros. Dealer, my man, it was it was such a pleasure having you on here, my friend. And always, you know, it was great to have your input on these topics. Uh, you're pretty popular, but where can people find you, bud? Um, honestly, they're probably wondering where they can find you. Your YouTube channel is not linked to your Twitter invader. What the hell? Actually, yeah, it is. It, it, where at? I couldn't find it. <laughs> well, it's well, my YouTube channel is linked to my Twitter, but not uh, yours. I'm talking about TXR fraud. Well, we're gonna <laughs> have to. I, 
Exposed. I mean, I, 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 I shared it and said join us live, but I've got messages like the YouTube channel's not linked to the TXR uh, Twitter. Maybe they didn't find it. I didn't really look a whole lot, but uh, at the end of the day, you know, I'm here to kind of help you guys and, and talk games to you guys. And and if you know, same thing I said on Iron Lords, like um, you know, but if you you don't want to go and check out my stuff. Uh, dealer gaming on YouTube at dealer underscore gaming on uh, Twitter. Uh, I space dealer space I I on Xbox Live, and uh, I'm I'm just looking forward to the show, man. Uh, me and Tim are gonna have a massive uh, RDX on Tuesday. I know we're gonna have Brad Sam's on for sure already uh, with the rest of the panel, and we're gonna talk about nice. all of the latest and, and including you know maybe some inside stuff that we can figure out. Uh, and I'll be checking top, that out, nice. <clears throat> say what? I can't wait to check that out. I'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to it. Brad's a cool guy, um, for sure. But other than that, man, I'm gonna. I guess after this, I'm gonna go spend five, six hours building a video for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff, dealer. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. thanks for coming on, dealer. Appreciate no it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be uh, happy to have you on again at some point, man. You're more than welcome to come on. Uh, Centurion, again, it was great having you back on, my friend. Where can everyone find your content? Well, you can find me on YouTube at Legion of Gamer. It's three words. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Centurion1307. I also run a blog site called LegionofGamer.com. And I was also recently invited to be a creator for BG4GHub.com, which is actually ran by a few of the creators in this community, Mast Mayhem, Stubbs Gaming, UK Dazarus and a couple other guys. They're just a really group of amazing guys that are wanting to change how we receive our information as gamers. And they asked me to be a part of it and put that also with you guys. I really appreciate you guys having me here. Um, I haven't been part of the creation community very long, but I'm just totally blown away how everybody has brought me into the fold and treated me like a friend and shown me things. I'm very grateful to Dealer. I've been <laughs> tweeting him here and there, and he has shown me the way and critiqued my work for me and told me where I'm screwing up. And, and I you really so fast, Padawan. Yes, <laughs> yes, thank you. YLHD says, are women allowed on this show? Of course they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> All right? No, no. Uh, I was laughing. Delilah, shut up, Delilah. Delilah. Delilah said, nope. <laughs> shut up. Of Delilah, are, you're Delilah. Of course they are. Very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry to ramble. Just really thank you for having me here, guys. It's been a blast, and it's been fun talking games with you guys and joking around. Thank you for coming, my friend. <clears throat> It was oh, awesome having you. Yeah, always great having yeah, you on, yeah. Centurion. Uh, Beastfire Tim Dog, the Mega Xbox fan. Where can uh, the fans follow your antics at? Uh, they can follow me on Twitter, Beastfire Tim Dog. I'm also on this uh, podcast uh, Sunday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. RDX on Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I'd like to say thank you for Dealer and Centurion for coming on. The show is really uh, great today. Um, and uh, just uh, ready to go. This is this time of year. Let's E3, get ready. Let's baby. Get E3. Let's go. <laughs> uh, exactly, guys. It's uh, a wonderful time of the year, like everyone's suggesting here. And uh, Southbound saying E3. Where can everyone follow your E3 adventures? It's beginning a, a lot like E3. 
Oh, <laughs> hey man, I, hey, you can find me at Twitter. You know, on that was Twitter, scary. at Southbound One Ten. What <laughs> scary? <laughs> was that little little kooky a little bit? Like, yeah, like, like little like, kids like laughing and giggling and shit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but you can hey, hit me up on Twitter at Southbound One Ten, or you can hit me up on the Xbox Southbound One Ten Space Southbound Space One Ten. You know, I like your boy. Come talk to me. Don't be shy. I'm not. I'm not scary. It's okay. I Except love when he sings it's next unless, to a windless man. Unless, unless he sings, then of course, and I can understand why you'd be a little scared. But <laughs> <laughs> come on, Matron. I'm, I'm a nice guy. I swear. Course, yeah, I swear. definitely. Oh, definitely. Matron. I, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have South's greatest Christmas hits album coming out. That's right. Mm-hmm. Just uh, you know, don't start uh, singing Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> oh man. Did you just scream uh, T Pain? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Ricky Martin. Auto tunes. Go ahead. It's free, guys. I'm going home. Uh, Megatron, where can uh, people follow your own E3 adventures? Oh, man. As always, Twitter. I'll be posting up some pictures from E3. Um, Megatron underscore 1975. And um, hit me up, as always, on Xbox Live. Megatron 1 is my uh, gamer tag. That's it. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, of course, guys, I'm Invader. You can follow me on YouTube at Invader Gaming. And of course, on Twitter, I'm very active there at Invader underscore 1886. And like I was saying, I will not be at E3, but uh, hey, you know what? These guys are going to have a blast. And I'm just really excited for what we're going to find out, what's in store for Xbox and a bunch of the other uh, conferences and shows there. It's a good time, guys. It's a fun time. And uh, yeah, it's been a great show. Thank you all for joining in. And don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe. Por favor. Yeah. <laughs> Got that right. Please. All right, guys. It's been a great show. Thank you all for coming out. And peace out. Mountain Dew and whiskey, baby. <laughs> yeah, Mountain whiskey. Dew whiskey. Whiskey and rye. <laughs>